Hello, everyone, and welcome to another amazing episode of The Joy of Being for busy working mums and women in business and beyond who are seeking to unplug from their worries and overwhelm to light up with insights and joy. I am Marina Pearson, your host, mum, and effortless lifestyle coach. On this week's episode, we're doing things slightly differently. Welcome to the guest episode where I support a special and busy mum in business and beyond to get insight into an area of her life that she feels stuck in. If you enjoyed the show or had any questions, why not connect with me on Instagram at Marina Pearson? Look out for the show's meme and make a comment there, or just click on my story and ask me a question. Alternatively, you can find me on the Joy of Being Facebook group. And if you'd like a more personalized touch to live a stress-free life, then why not find out more about the Joy of Being retreat? an intimate four-day profound experience at a luxury venue in Javier, Spain, where you get to experience your inner calm and peace of mind by slowing down and making space. To find out more, email me at marina marinapearson.com with Joy of Being Retreat in the title. So today I get to interview the beautiful Naomi Wilson for another special guest in her coaching conversation. And uh, she reached out to me actually when I posted up on Facebook to see if anybody would love to have an opportunity to get clarity in an area they feel stuck in. She is a mama of two beautiful kids, three and a half and 19 months. But over that period of time, she's had numerous flare-ups of anxiety and overwhelm. And when we started to speak, I could tell that she was very anxious about getting her blogging up and running again because she felt like she goes into the woods and she has these amazing ideas and gets home and she doesn't produce. So she has just now started to have a little bit more time back to her for herself since having her kids she's like I really want to get stuff done and so we talked about that we talked about whether that was really even necessary we talked about how often we can put so much pressure on ourselves to achieve when in fact is that what our body is really asking for? So we delved into the conversation around listening to our bodies. We talked about how creativity works and manifests, how it's possible to just rest if we need it without feeling like we're wasting time. I know for some of you that are probably listening in going, oh no, but I have to keep going. Well, there is a time and a place for that, but there's also a time and a place for us to rest and be okay with that. We also talked about how it's okay to change and shift uh, how you do business and that this business thing isn't something that hasn't hold over you. In fact, it's an expression of who you are and so much more. I'm super excited to have her on here today and I'm really looking forward to you also listening into the conversation of how she went from this place of judgment to a beautiful place of joy and playfulness. So enjoy. Naomi, I'm super excited to have you on here today as one of the guests. So the coaching conversations that I've introduced this year into into the podcast. So tell me a little bit about where you find yourself right now. Like what's been going on for you and what would you love to get more clarity on during this conversation? Well, thank you very much for having me. I have two very small children, a three and a half year old and a 20 month old. So I'm just coming out of the whole babyhood, continuous breastfeeding, waking through the night and I'm kind of trying to find my feet in terms of, you know, who I am as a mum, who I am as a wife, a friend, a business person, all of these things. And I'm feeling like I'm so overexcited about the fact I've got this extra freedom now. And it's, mm-hmm. quite, it's quite a small amount at the moment, just a matter of sort of a few hours a week to myself. 
but I feel like I'm running everything. And what I'd really like to say is clarity on slowing down, allowing myself to just really get into that flow. I feel like I'm very spiky all over the place and my energy is just going there. And I'm exhausting myself rather than really focusing on what would what would bring me that joy. When you when you say, <laughs> I love I love how you use the word spiky. Like it, it's more like a um, doing this here and doing that there, and not feeling like there's something that you're that the core is connected to something that you're really indulging in. So share a little bit more about um, what does bring you joy and what you've been. Because I understand it on a conceptual basis, but could you give me actually specific examples of what that means to you? Like, how does it show up in your day when you've got that spiky energy? And also, what does bring you joy? What, what, is, what, is, what do you feel is wanting to emerge or wanting to be birthed, if anything at all? My, my big thing, when I have time on my own, I generally, I walk in the woods behind our house. Mm. It's very much, we go, go in the woods quite a lot with the kids as well. But when I'm on my own, it's very much, I can you know, walk and properly immerse myself in the woods. And that's when I get inspiration to write whether that's writing for myself or writing to share and it's that connection that brings me real joy is that that's when I feel really sort of tuned in and get that inspiration but it feels like I'll walk and then I'll be like oh and when I get back I'll then I'll write this and I'll write this and and then I kind of get back and then I'll stall or I'll go oh I'll just quickly have lunch and then I'll, I'll just do this and then I'll just and then it, it just feels like the kind of day goes and my, I've got like a sort of five-hour window and then it's gone and then the kids are back. And it'll feel like, I find it very hard to set sort of, I try and set, you know, like, oh, this is what I want to sort of achieve today. But then if I'm not in the right zone to do something, it feels like a real struggle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I should be doing something I enjoy. So be more flexible with, with moving around. Well, it sounds to me like you're doing stuff that you enjoy already, like going for the walk in the woods and and thinking about blogs you would love to write. So tell me more about the stalling, because I'm curious about that. I think when I'm out, I get all these, like, you know, an entire blog or an entire video will, like, come to me when I'm walking. And I'm so excited about it. And it's like I get home and I sit down. And then I'm just like, oh, it's like I've lost it. I don't feel that. And that never used to happen before. It would be, I'd get back and then I'd kind of sort of pour it out or, or write it down. Whereas now I kind of get back and then it's like, oh, yeah, just nothing. It's, it kind of feels like sort of writer's block, which I suppose I haven't really experienced before. But it's like the ideas are coming, but I'm not able to kind of get them out. Yeah, I hear you. Like I've just written my book and it's now at the editors and our publishers actually, and it's being designed and you know, I went through moments of that complete, like sitting and going, oh my God, I want to say something. We're not quite sure what I want to say. I want to say it. You know what? I'm just going to write it anyway. Because here's the interesting thing. Often we, I don't know about you, but I know that the creative process can often be quite messy. You have an idea in your head and then you just want to express it. And so what I've noticed is, is that when um, I've got something that I want to express and it doesn't necessarily come out like I sit and it goes like, uh, how am I supposed to now express this? I just write something. Like it's really interesting. It's like you just 
write hello or, you know, my name is whatever, you know, a little note that you wanted to remember, like the even just the summary of what you were thinking about. And that can often open the floodgates because often we take the thinking that we have way too seriously. So we think, oh, this feeling that I'm in is about not me like writing. And actually what I've seen is, is if you just take one step like our kids do, right? Like they, they don't have any idea of how to walk. Like I know you and I didn't at some point, but they took little steps every day. And then suddenly they're taking the steps to do it. So I've, I've, I've kind of like seen that the creative process is actually quite similar. You know, sometimes they fall flat on their face yeah. and then they get up and they go again because it's not necessarily about the outcome. It's more about just the sheer pleasure of the experience. I think mm. that's, I think that's an issue. It's like before it was always, it's always felt joyous mm. and it feels like for the first time it's, it's feeling sticky and I'm like, well, if I'm not enjoying it, why am I, why am I trying to do it? I suppose that's the point. It's like, oh, I'll wait until I'm feeling back in the mood, but obviously then the kids are back and they want their tea and it's like, oh, back in mum mood. <laughs> what if you could do it regardless? Regardless of how you feel. Yeah, I think that's, that's what I think that, yeah, that momentum. Like I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. She was like, oh, she's on Tinder, right? And um, she decided that she was going to swipe right. And she went out on a date. Well, she basically liked this guy. And, and then she's like, oh, I've got a date on Sunday. And I'm like, well, great. I'm you know, this amazing. She's like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to go. Nah, I'm not going to bother. But you were so excited. And she's like, yeah, no, but I'm not feeling it. And I said, have you ever been in that, you know, in, in a mode where you plan this big night out and you suddenly go, oh, I'm just not in the mood to go out. You still like <laughs> resentfully get dressed and you go out and then you have an amazing time. <laughs> yeah. Because the, the, the truth of the matter is our, our experience is just moment to moment. So you might be feeling that in that moment, but it says nothing about what you're going to be creating or how you're going to create it or whether you like it or not. It's just thought coming in and out like clouds, you know? So it's moment to moment. I'm sure you've seen this with your kids. It's like, literally, you can see it so well with them. It's literally one moment they're in it and the next <laughs> moment they're having a massive tantrum then they calm down again. So it's a constant data feed of, of, of thinking that shows up in our consciousness. So yeah. What if you didn't need to take that sort of feeling seriously? Like what do you think might be some of the implications for you if you, if you didn't? Oh, I like that. Yeah. That feels, that feels really nice that it's like, cause I, I start doing that, like, like yeah, I've basically write the, so I've got lots of, you know, sort of journal entries that are just, yeah, they're like, Oh, this is the, like the gem of the idea. And then it, you know, needs to, expanding and and sort of turning into something rather than just notes and yeah that feels quite nice to go well I can just start and then yeah if it's if it's crap I can just delete it like rather than being like you know like rather than being like oh no I've written something awful just be like I could just go delete like that feels really nice to be really light I think that's the thing I'm putting so much so much pressure on it because I'm like I love this and this is what I want to be doing and then I'm back to like oh is this how I should be spending this like this precious precious time away from my children I'm putting so much pressure on myself that it's like the kids aren't here I need to maximize the joy maximize but sort of like suck the life out of these moments because they're only a few hours and what I'm trying to do like so today before the call I was like I've got 40 minutes you know oh what could I do and I was like well I'll go lie down for 40 minutes and just look at the trees and that's something that's very sort of new for me that I'm feeling my body needs 
Mm. And it was like, oh, this, but this is whole 40 minutes I've spent lying down. But that's what I needed to be, you know, to come to this call refreshed and. That's so funny. And, you know. <laughs> Because there's, there's almost like this sense of like lying down as if like there's something wrong with that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is another thing. I'm like, oh my, you know, that's a, that's a waste of time to, to rest. That, that's what it feels like. You know what comes to mind actually in this, I used to have a coach that used to work with um, top athletes Right. And this notion of resting was like, this was back in, I don't know, about eight or nine years ago where I was just like always on the go. I didn't have children at the time. This notion of resting was very much like you. It was like, this is a waste of time. Like I could be doing so much with my time, right? But he said something really cool, which was that professional athletes actually need rest time for them to perform better. And that really stuck in my head because it was like, oh, Rest time is actually necessary for good performance. Yeah. To re- restart. And I don't know about you, but often we get our best ideas when we're just chilling. Like when I go for walks, yeah. and you're saying when you're out on the walk or whatever, nothing is a waste of time unless we think it is. It's like, because even if I, you know, if I spent the entire day having an epic nap, you know, they said to my mom when she got back with the kids, oh, I've had a nap all day, she'd probably be over the moon. She'd be like, oh, well done, <laughs> well done. You know, you've re- re-topped up, ready to step back into mum mode. Yeah, you know, I remember just wanting to, I, I just slept. I, I actually would pay nannies or people to look after Leo so I could sleep. I think because I've done that now, mm-hmm. I've been in that zone for so long that I literally, yeah, was having, I would get childcare so I would sleep, could sleep during the day so I could breastfeed through the night. Yeah. And I feel like, I, I suppose I feel like, I'm, that's in the past. I've done that. I've had, you know, I kind of looked at what I'd spent my time doing last year, and it was like, you know, I was, I was breastfeeding and I was asleep a lot during the afternoons because I had to be because I was feeding in the night. And I suppose I kind of had in my head, oh, I've moved, moved forth, and I shouldn't need to sleep. I shouldn't need to rest now in the day because I'm getting more sleep at night. Forgetting, okay, I don't have a baby but I've got you know a toddler and a preschooler so it's like a different use of energy but it's still exhausting and there are no rules to this game but what I'm hearing and you know what struck me when you sent me over your your story and what you're up to and it it kind of dawned on me that obviously you're aware that you have intuition and you have wisdom inside of you and that goes beyond logic and structure and time of like yes now I should be doing this because (laughs) now it's (laughs) right now we'll never go yeah um as opposed to what our body really needs, as opposed to to listening to that part of our, you know, that, 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 and because actually wisdom, when the wisdom has nowhere else to go, it manifests itself in the body. Tell me more about that. That's interesting. Any kind of illness, you know, we usually know if, if we're burning ourselves at both ends, you know, that there is a sense if we're so, we embody spending more time in our bodies, we can actually communicate with it in a much more effective way. So I used to be completely disembodied like literally feel like I was not connected to my body at all um and the last two years I've, I've kind of gone on a journey to connect with it um and I'm much more perceptive about oh no what's going on here like the senses in the body are much more aware of things that are going on things that are changing things that are moving 
Um, and so often when we get sick, it may well be because we haven't been listening. The, the signs have been there, right? Like we've, we plug ourselves with coffee so we can make it through the day or, um, and I'm saying there's nothing wrong with that. You know, people metabolize coffee in a different ways, but, but certainly, um, like when I had Leo, I was absolutely exhausted and I was attempting to work and, and, and in hindsight, what I should have done is just really listen, tune in and just go, my body actually really needs support here. And I wasn't listening. I was just, drinking copious amounts of coffee, eating lots of chocolate. Um, and it turns out that I had a lot of parasites and bacteria in my gut and what have you. Um, and it was only a year, two years on when I suddenly thought, hang on a second, every time Leo gets sick, I get sick. This isn't quite right. And I don't want to have to live this way. But it took me two years to kind of go, oh, Mm, okay, let me listen in. So what I'm saying is, is there are always signs, right? Regardless, signs, um, uh, nudges, whispers, maybe slaps around the face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But our body's always speaking to us, right? So sometimes it has to actually speak to us really loudly by, you know, going, yeah, well, now you need to just stop. Yeah, you just need to stop now or you need to change your diet or whatever it might be. But, but, um, it usually, the last bit is, is coming up with some sort of ailment to kind of go, okay, my body's speaking to me now really quite loudly. So I can't ignore it anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah. I definitely have been in that position a couple of times in the past. Is that something I think I'm really, really aware of it? Yeah. Yeah. And it feels like the flip side of that as well, because you're saying about the, like the yeah, the sort of the wisdom that needs to somewhere to go. It's kind of I feel like if I'm not connecting and sort of t- tuning in with that in that inspiration, mm. it, it does feel like something's kind of missing. I'm feeling like it's you know that's sort of been on the been sort of in hibernation for for so long while um while the kids have been really little, and it's kind of. I think I suppose that's the thing. I'm trying to, I'm trying to run before I can walk because like I need to go dial it back. There's still really little. There's you know there's all the time in the world. I can just take little baby steps. I don't need to sprint a marathon like straight away. I can just do what I'm capable of doing now, just little bits. Yeah, and and you know, it's um. It sounds to me like you're listening because like you just want to go and rest for 40 minutes. Lucky you. <laughs> uh, that's, I, it was really, it's, it's hard though. It's really, I still find it so hard to do that because there's such a big part of me going. And it's, I suppose it's at the time, like I knew that was the, the right thing to do. But I suppose it's this evening, am I going to then look back and go, oh, I, you know, and now the, the time's gone and I haven't done X, Y, and Z that I thought I might have done. So then have sort of that regret of not having used the time differently. Does that work for you? What, regretting it? 
Yeah. Totally, totally doesn't work. It seems like it's an ongoing thing of, because you obviously make a decision in the moment and that's the Mm. best decision you're choosing to make based on whatever's Mm. happening. And then it's like looking back and going, oh, oh, next time maybe I should do this. Next time I should do that. Instead of just going, well, it doesn't, I suppose something, it also kind of feels like, it's like part of me wants to make a decision about like what I'm going to do every Monday when I've got this time. And once I get like the balance right, I'll go, excellent, that's Mondays, that's my routine. As if I can just go, you know, blueprint, this is how Mondays work. And I'm again like, why do I need a, I can do something different every week. That'd be all right. (laughs) Rather than going, you know, I have to, you know, write for two hours and then do this for two hours and then do this. It could be, I could mix it up a bit. What do you think that would give you that you you don't already have? Um, having the structure yeah like often like because in actual fact when we're in the present moment when we bring presence to that moment there's nothing we need to do nothing we need to be we're just here in the now right now like there's no over analysis there's no judgments of how much we should have achieved how much little we didn't achieve um and what I know of, of, of who we really are is, is that we actually don't need anything at all to make us feel anything. We experience that from the inside out. So whether you decide you're going to write if you don't write, if you decide that you're going to sleep or you don't sleep, it's all good. The only, the, only, the only thing is the amount of judgment we're placing on all of the actions that we're, creating, we're actually doing because, you know, it's like, well, I'm going to sleep now. Great. I'm going to wake up now. Great. <laughs> yeah. But it's then, then it's like, no, but I should be doing something else. And, you know, the little mind goes, blah, blah, blah. You should be doing something else. You should be like moving forward. You should be like this. should be like that, blah, 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 blah. But all of that noise isn't representative of, of, of how you're doing in life. It's just noise. It's just chatter. It's just static in the background. Yeah. That you can decide to believe or not as the case may be. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. It's like with all of it, I suppose it's slowing down my, my thinking as well it feels like my my thinking is going quicker than my body can mm. at the moment and it's yeah those being really aware of not getting myself back into the state when I was working that my body was yeah not not coping with the amount I was physically asking of it we underestimate we I seriously like the amount of conversations I've had with mums with small kids is we totally underestimate the amount of energy it takes to hold the space like seriously we don't under we don't like we can't see it so it's not tangible but we kind of have in our heads no I should be able to do this now yeah no it's time yeah and actually well no they're two human little human beings that we need to hold space for and energetically my god their energy is just like (laughs) um I don't know like like to me it just seems 
if you weren't to put any pressure on yourself, if you weren't to tell yourself that you had to go somewhere, be somewhere, you should be further down the line somewhere. How would that change things for you? Like how, how do you think that if it would be? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think I just, just go back to, to enjoying it more. Yeah. I think, I think it's that I think a big part of it is like, Oh, I'm not, you know, if I'm not looking after the kids, you know, I should be producing this, this work and working on my businesses and, you know, outputting like a certain amount because I'm not with them. And that again, it's like, well, that's just coming from me. No one set that, that rule, you know, there's, there's time to do that in the, in the future. It doesn't have to all happen, you know, today. (laughs) No. And how would you love it to be Naomi? Like, Apart from the shoulding, how would you love it to be? I think just, yeah, waking up and just feeling that freedom to just just go with the flow and listen to my my body and intuition and decide, you know, this is what's going to work today. And if it's not what I had planned, that's okay. I can just just allow rather than trying to shape and mold everything just kind of be more open so one of my words this year is is expansion expansion but the other one is rest when they first sort of came up I was like they're kind of contradictory but then I realized actually I can kind of expand into have more space around everything instead of trying to you know, compartmentalize everything and go, oh, this, I've got this window and this window and little boxes of time and trying to, you know, all my friends know me as when I'm like, I'm the planner and like yesterday I had a friend round in the morning, met two friends for a, a walk and early dinner, then met another friend for a swim and I just arrived at the swim and I was like, hi, I, I planned too much again today and she was like, you do do that and I was like, I know and I keep thinking I'm, winding it back and I was like oh, I only planned three things in one day and I was like there's too many things <laughs> it was all really enjoyable and fun but obviously then today I'm very very tired and it's like I put you know I put three days worth of activities in one day so I need a couple of days to recoup yeah it's funny you know I've had the same conversation with a lot of mums um, and you know what's interesting is that last year or the year before, can't even remember. Yeah, last year, I decided to take three months off and just do stuff I really love, like cooking, binge watching Netflix. <laughs> um, and and you know, because there was so much resistance to doing that, I just said, right, fine. Well, if there's loads of resistance, let me. Let me actually explore this resistance. Let me explore because there's obviously a discomfort in not in in not doing. There's obviously discomfort in having to output, as it were, output Marina out in the world creating stuff. Um, and it was deeply uncomfortable for me, but I knew um, that 
that discomfort was something that I needed to explore. So yeah, I, I just cooked. I binge watched Netflix. I slept. I um, joined a choir. I, yeah, I did stuff that, you know, I, I, I would go for really beautiful walks and, 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 um, as I said, it was deeply uncomfortable for the first sort of three weeks. And then over time it started, I really started to sense I had this slowing down coming on. And now it's really interesting because having come out of that, because the beginning of the year towards the end of the year was quite slow and then boom, went back into creation mode again. Um, and, and I've come round to January and I was like, oh my God, my, I feel like my, I've been on this kind of holding pattern uh, of creativity. And, um, and suddenly, boom, it just flowed again. And so I realized, ah, oh, okay, so creativity doesn't necessarily need to be consistent. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like this rule that it has to be constant, consistent, so and like always keep, keeping the game. And yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've realised that consistency, creativity, doesn't necessarily is not is not actually consistent, and it comes when we, yeah, I don't know when it comes. It just comes. It just comes. The clarity of how you want, like where it needs to go, and what where, what you're being drawn to, and who you're being drawn to, and. At the beginning of this, literally in, in January, I was like, how am I going to get through this year? Because I was so exhausted. But suddenly things shift. The energy's back. I'm out doing stuff. So, but we're taught that we have to be consistent. We're taught that we have to show up. We're taught that we, and, and that may, may get us a result. But that's not everybody's rhythm. I like that. It feels like that's kind of also. It felt like I was like, you know, been putting myself back out there and and sort of waking up my businesses. You know, been sort of ticking over while I've been on maternity leave and the online stuff's been going. But I was like, you know, now they need they need more of more of me put back into them and building up. And it feels like because I made that decision, it's like oh, I can't step back from that. And then that's really interesting. It's like, well, yeah, 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 I can. Yeah, you can. <laughs> Marina says it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't listen to me. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Don't listen to me. Listen to you. That's a far, that's a wiser thing to do. <laughs> but yeah, I like that. It just feels so, so much, so much lighter. It's like you know, they're my, they're my businesses. It's my time. No one's gonna go. Or even if someone did go, it's like, oh, hang on, you said you were going to do this and you hadn't. I should be like, oh, I have to have a nap. No one's going to really care. Like, and let me, remind me again what you do. Uh, so I, I support women through um, to and through their journey to motherhood. So I started with Embrace Fertility when I first trained as a cognitive hypnotherapist. Mm-hmm. And then as when I got pregnant, I started Embrace Bumps a Baby because I was horrifically scared of giving birth. So, you know, added to my training and did hypnobirthing. And then obviously now I have my kids and the, the ladies that have sort of been with me through infertility and birth. We're now all still together and they've also got kids about the same age as me. We've all got young toddlers and preschoolers. So now starting to support them and it's all very, 
I pretty much write about my own experiences and share what's what's working for me. And we're quite a sort of collaborative group. Funny, something that kind of came to mind. The reason why I asked you is because um, I'd already read your your bio, what you sent through, and and it's 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 almost like when we live our life in the way we want to live it, we give others permission to do the same. And that to me, it's like, and I, you know, I, am not saying that we always live it in the way that we want to, because we have moments of insecurity. Of course we do. Um, it's just part of the human experience or just being, being in the experience of life. One thing that one of my mentors always said to me was Marina, but you, you live the life, you live, you live the life that you want to live. And that, and, and, and you make others see that that's possible. There's also a permission piece here, almost like for you to, to kind of, to realize that actually the way you want to live it is, is very inspiring to others. So if you want to go and have a nap, well, I'm sure there are lots of mums beating themselves up about having a nap. Well, no, (laughs) let's nap together. create a nap challenge for seven days like how many of you actually napped and didn't feel bad about it like you napped because you needed it as opposed to you napped and then beat yourself up about the fact that you napped yeah i love napping <laughs> by the way oh you know if you've got when you're so tired and you're in it with the kids and you you know you can't yeah. even do a long nap because the toddler prizes your eyes open. Mummy, why are your eyes closed? In that moment, if someone just walked in and gone, I'll just, I'll just take these children away so you can sleep, you would obviously just do that. And then it suddenly feels like I have that opportunity, but it's like, no, I, it's like, oh, you know, should, 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 should. It's like, well, no, I can, I can, yeah, it's all about, it's all about choice. And it's, yeah, I really like that. It's like, you know, the whole, the whole point of me writing about about what I'm going through is to yeah hope that you know it gives me clarity by by writing it, and then I'm like well you know this could just stay in my journal or you know if I share it, then generally I'll, there'll be people going oh yes I'm, I'm I'm feeling that so then it's like it's that um, it's all valid. It's yeah, all valid. The shitting is valid. The feeling shit is valid. It's all valid and, and it can be very, very useful. I didn't used to think this and it's interesting. Like I interviewed a few bloggers, one who was Lizzie Patron and we talked about me too and talked about how when we share those moments of vulnerability and we share the shit moments, we share those moments of like, I've beating myself up all the fucking time. Who else? You know, it's like me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm there. I'm with you. I'm yes, with you. <laughs> all the time. It kind of like to me, it's like that union of humanity. It's like we're all going through, we're all muddling through life, right? We're all muddling through this thing that we call life and this experience that we're having. And sometimes it's deeply uncomfortable and sometimes it's, you know, deeply rewarding. But all of us are going through it. Nobody is having a different experience. Like we don't, we're all having the same experience. We all experience life in the same way through our thinking. And, and yeah, it's, it's totally valid. That's the freedom of being able to, to write and share is, is it's okay to have those shit days. It's okay to beat yourself up because it's just part of the experience we're in. So can't blanche to beat yourself up, can't blanche to shit yourself in <laughs> yeah. the place. Because often we go, oh, sh- I shouldn't be shitting myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> I shouldn't, we shouldn't be shitting. We shouldn't be shitting. And I mean, I've got something else to beat myself up about. <laughs> I'm going to put that on my fridge in a minute. I like that. <laughs> I shouldn't be shitting. I shouldn't be shitting. 
<laughs> well, who's to say you shouldn't be shitting? I don't know about you, but I, I have no control over the experience that I'm in. It just comes. And that's, I think that's the thing as well, is feeling like when you're feeling really good, you suddenly, it's like you feel invincible and you're like, <gasps> like, this is it. This is how I just want to feel like all the time because it feels so amazing. And then, you know, 15 minutes later, you can be like, oh, and you know, you have a bit of an energy slump and then you're like, oh, and, and then, but you know, you're going to go back, you know, it's like, it's, that's okay. That's just, I really like the, how you, you say about things being uncomfortable. I really like that word rather than it being like, oh, it's, it's negative or it's bad or it's, you know, it's just this discomfort. And that, that just feels a lot nicer than it's like, oh, every, you know, everything's awful. It's always just a bit uncomfortable at the moment, which kind of, to me, really indicates, oh, it's going to get comfortable again rather than it being this sort of really black and white. Something that I have found that's really been really helpful for me is to know that I am the observer of my thinking and, and, and to know that, that I am not the body that I'm in. There is this I that I think I am. You know, Marina lives in Spain. She's a mother. She's, she's this sort of person. She travels. She does all of that. She does things. At some point, I was very wrapped up with the identity of Marina Pearson. And over time, that identity has loosened a little bit. So there is this person doing things. I show up and things get done or they don't get done. But the thinking that I'm in and the feelings that show up as a result of the thinking that I'm in says nothing about who I really am. I, I've, I've found that to be really, really helpful. I don't know if that if that's helpful to you, but Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, I quite like, think about that, like, yeah, everything, everything's fluid and changing and I don't need to kind of grab on, onto things so much. It can just be like, oh, it, stuff is always going to shift, is always going to change, situations change, you know, everything, everything's moving on. And just sort of remembering that on the bits where I'm feeling stuck, it's like, well, that's just, that's just right now. Mm-hmm. Like earlier when you're saying it's like, there's this moment that you have no idea, you know, in the next moment it could be completely different rather than going oh you know I've lost the inspiration for today it's yeah, like, well, yeah actually blanket, blanket license for the entire life I've lost, yeah, I've lost yeah. inspiration for my entire life that's it done gone. Ah. <laughs> I can't find it where's it gone <laughs> hmm. <laughs> You can still take action regardless. I mean, that's, that, that's also been really helpful for me is, is it took me four years to finally actually bloody publish the book. And, yeah. you know, I would go, I'd write a bit and then I'd put it to one side and I'd feel deeply uncomfortable and then I'd beat myself up about it. And, and it was taking up so much of my bloody headspace. Like, seriously, it's like, ah, and now <laughs> it's amazing what, what's happened as a result. It's done. It's moved on. I've given birth to it. And there's a space, like I'm no longer like, yeah, I just didn't realize how much space it was taking up and how much energy it was, it was also asking of me. Yeah. There was a lot of, a lot of overthinking around that. So, but there were, there were moments where I didn't want to write, but I, I mean, the last bit, October, November, when I was like, oh no, I have to read through this again and I have to change it, rewrite it, shift it. I don't like this. 
and and it's quite interesting is is like I don't like this therefore I'm not going to do it rather than I don't like this but I know that my experience of this changes and is constantly changing right so I might as well just get on with it and do it anyway you can come up the other I think that's that that sounds really nice is that having that headspace that I'm I'm spending a lot of time thinking about yeah how I you know instead of just doing things or thinking about what I could do when I have the time or when I get there and then thinking about what I might do later instead of just going well right in this exact second of time because that's all there is what am I going to do right now like kids do god our kids are our biggest teachers aren't they like literally Leah's in one moment then he's in the next and then he's in the next and then he's in the next it's when you're trying to keep up and you're like Oops. yeah I know so funny I didn't realize this like um so Leo when he was what one and a half two would ask for something and it would take me probably about four minutes to either get my stuff together and actually create it for him and by the time the minute the, the literally the moment the moment had passed he didn't want it anymore and I couldn't and it was very frustrating for me because it was like well you asked me for it why you know and it's like Oh, he wanted it then, like literally four minutes ago, but now he doesn't want it anymore because the moment's passed. Just was so in that place at the minute. It's the other day. He's literally, you know, covered in yogurt. He's eating, you know, bowl of yogurt with like cocoa on the top. Loved it. And he literally like handed me the bowl, and he was like, "Oh, I want a biscuit." And I was like, "We, well, you had yogurt. That was your choice." And he was like, "I don't want yogurt." And I was like, "Well, you've had it. It's in the past." Like it's got, it's like, I don't want yogurt. And I was like, it's all of, it's in your tummy. And I was having this like debate with him. And I was like, what am I doing? He's three and a half. Like, I'm never going to win this argument. In his head, he's like, I don't want yogurt. I don't want a biscuit. That's all that's happening. And I was like, yeah, but yogurt or biscuit? The moment's gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The moment's gone. <laughs> and they're not interested in the moment that was just before because it doesn't make any sense <laughs> to them. Is that it? Like, it literally didn't exist. Is that why I don't care? Yeah, well, it doesn't exist to them. It's, but time, it's, time it's, is a <laughs> ma- massively made up concept. So we have to teach our kids about the future and the past. Like Leo had no concept of when tomorrow is. Th- to me, that's fascinating. Like we have to teach our kids. <laughs> we have to indoctrinate them into an illusion that doesn't exist. I think that's really quite bizarre, right? <laughs> And then and then try and unlearn it us. And then um, and then we have to unlearn it after we've indoctrinated <laughs> our kids in doing it so we can get through life. It's so weird. But yeah, so like he only understands five sleeps or two sleeps or one sleep or that he yeah. can manage. But still, you know, they're in the present moment. They have no concept of time. And we didn't either. And so we've fabricated this concept of time so that we can muscle through life it's very bizarre very bizarre and so that's when we get into trouble it's like oh time's running out and I should have done more and you know <laughs> yeah it's like it's a made-up concept it's a made-up made yeah 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 totally <laughs> so I'm curious Naomi what have you heard today that's really been useful for you the playfulness mm. that's what I'm really liking is that whole you've just reminded me to stop taking myself to and stop taking my writing system it's, it's like yeah just I can just write whatever and then choose what to do with it but yeah be, be playful with with my time and I really like that 
that coming back to like, yeah, everything could change literally in, in, a, in a split second time. I think I get quite attached to how I'm feeling in a moment. And then I'm like, you know, well, but you know, you get comfortable with like, oh, this is how I'm, this is my feeling for the day. And it's like, you kind of wear it like a jacket and it's like, well, I can just, can just shrug that off and go into the, into the next moment. So like, yeah, I think that thing of sort of modeling the, the kids more and going, I feel like I was saying at the beginning about being really spiky all over the place and me, you know, needing this clarity and needing to be more defined, but actually in a way, I think I don't, I think that's, that's part of the issues I'm saying, oh, you know, I need, I need this. I should be doing this. Whereas actually I don't like, I can just, I can just go with the flow and, and just sort of see what happens. Be sort of open to whatever needs to. I also really liked your three months off to a binge watch next flitch. Yeah, it sounds rather lovely. Well, why? Yeah. Like there are no rules, right? So I would often have this conversation with my, one of my amazing mentors and we would giggle because I'd be like going, yeah, I, I, my day, you know, I'm taking time off, you know, and, and then I'd be like, you know, year on, I'd be like, I wasn't taking time off back then, but at the time it looked to me like I was taking time out. And then, you know, the next year would come and I'd look back and go, wow. And then I thought I was really taking time out the following year. Right. And then I'd be like, <laughs> no, I really wasn't actually. Cause now, <laughs> so I remember this experience. So, and it really kind of touched me very deeply because I would be the, one of those people on my phone all the time, you know, going through my messages and, you know, be on my own and be on my phone and so forth. And then when I went to Bali, that's where I went, I was in Bali four years ago, four and a half years ago, actually, because my son was born there. I remember this one breakfast where I was just sitting out watching palm trees and, you know, having my breakfast, no phone, just being in the moment. And it, and it really surprised me because I was like, oh, there's real value in just being here now experiencing the birds and the bees and the trees and the, like, you know, Eckhart Tolle, he sat on a bench for years. I think, I think that was the story. <laughs> yeah. He did. Right. And it was through that experience that he then brought his work into the world. And, and, and what I've noticed is, is that's exactly what's happened with me is that as I've slowed down, I'm now able to share my own experiences of that with other people. And it's really valued because in our society today, we are expected to be busy. We're expected to move forward. We are expected to, and you know, the expectations don't come from necessarily everybody else. They come from ourselves. You know, being busy is revered in the Western world. There's this unseen thinking that we will buy into somehow. And to live in a different way is almost seen like alien or alienating or isolating because other people aren't living that way. Yeah, it feels like there's, you know, there's so much on, on social media about, you know, expanding your business and expanding your reach and, you know, all that you can do to, to, to get, you know, your message out into the world. And it's that kind of doing, doing, doing the whole time to keep your business expanding yeah. and growing. Whereas actually, and it kind of feels like my business is, you know, sort of, sort of taking a been on maternity leave, so they're still going, but they're, you know, resting. <laughs> and it's now, yes, yeah, sort of re, re, reawakening all of them. But maybe that's, it doesn't need to be in, the, in my head. I was sort of thinking, oh, I need to go back and do that the way I was doing before having the kids. But that obviously isn't going to work because now I have kids. So I need a new way to work. Sit on the computer, you know, while having breakfast going on this is quite revolutionary in my view because most people don't live that way and but it's the it's the 
it's the goal, isn't it? It's the way that yeah. you, know, you really think about like what you, you know, what you, what is the whole point of running your own business? It's so you have freedom, so you can pick your own work schedule, et cetera, et cetera. But then it's like, I think sometimes we get trapped by our own businesses that we're like, we, we treat them as if they need our attention all the time, but it's like, yeah, actually maybe, maybe but the interesting thing from it and that's the, okay. The interesting thing is, is, is um, we think that the business is a separate entity to us, right? So like this business has some power over us. Ooh. yeah <laughs> but it doesn't because it's actually yeah. an expression of who we are right so we're the business doesn't exist without our expression of it so the business doesn't yeah yeah like it's not like this business has a hold over you yeah. business right like on the like, market it's business it's business <laughs> serious business it's not like it, it it has a hold over you. Can't do because the the only reason why the business exists in the first place is because it came from an inspired thought you had. Yeah. So it's an expression of you. It's not a separate entity from you. So to me, that that was also really helpful to see that because it was like, oh, well, if I'm the one, if if this business exists because of my expression, then it can shift and morph into any expression of me that I want it to yeah and as, as, if, as you shifted and your interest shifted yeah your business but it's the same for yeah. you too you can show yeah. up any way you want it's, to because it's an expression of you it's not something that has a hold over you I like that I like that a lot <laughs> permission to nap I think I'm gonna call this permission to nap <laughs> permission to just be yeah <laughs> Yeah. And, and also the other thing is this, um, the still mind is where the power really lies. So it's where we get our best ideas from. It's where we know what to do next. It's where we get the information that we need from. And if we keep busy running around and shooting ourselves all over, but you know, just beating ourselves up, there's no room for that to show up. Like it, slowing down stillness, um is 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 a really undervalued resource yeah and that's the thing none of like you know embrace fertility wouldn't exist if i hadn't yet yeah, to shut up because <laughs> it was it was my journal it was when i mm. started meditating that's when i started mm. getting this inspiration and started writing <laughs> and then was like oh i'll, I'll just sort of put this out there because this feels very different to what's on all of the the infertility forums and doom and gloom and everyone's sort of sharing all the negatives I was like there were these little moments of Mm. of inspiration and these little moments of like oh maybe my body needs this maybe my body is is missing this and yeah it's I think because it because it's now turned into a business it's yeah I've kind of given it this this hat of the business <laughs> and it's like yeah it's a, a, again it can just be can go back to being playful that it was when it when it first started and then it just kind of you know it grew as my interest grew and you know I decided to train and, and change careers and I liken it to cooking I love to cook and um I thought that running a business and cooking were different but they're not so they both need ingredients. They both have a recipe. They both have a recipe that you can follow. Um, you may sometimes actually not need a recipe. Just make it up. You've got the ingredients and you just make it up as you go along. But there's always a meal that gets presented at the end of it. 
Yeah. And sometimes the meal doesn't come out the way you wanted it to. Um, but you know what to do next time. Add a little bit more salt, a little more pepper, possibly a little bit more, you know, cilantro if that's what you like. Um, and you add it to your taste. And I had seen them completely separate, like business cooking, but they're not. What if running a business is as easy as it's going into the kitchen to cook? You know, like, okay, fair enough. You might have teams. You might have people that you work with. Um, but kind of the analogy, it was just like, oh, it broke it down. It was like this, the, the form in which it was all coming in. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, Nami, I... I'm aware that it's, um, I, I mean, I know that I could speak, you know, hang out with you for hours because yeah, this has been a really beautiful conversation. Um, so I know I already asked you, but what is, what would you be taking away from this conversation today that's really made a difference for you? The, the word that's really jumping at is, is playfulness. Yeah. And to just, and to step back. And just, just the, the the flow that was that was why like was was drawn to your to your your post about these covers that like what what area are you feeling stuck in what area do you want flowing? And it feels like by allowing 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 flow in all areas, so more space, more time around what I'm doing, rather than trying to cram everything in. So I'm so I'm quiet more, but not just quiet on my own when I'm walking, you know, more space around like the things I'm doing with the kids and the activities and taking inspiration from them that, you know, Jasper can change his mind 50 times in, you know, four seconds. And obviously he has no, you know, no shoulds, no guilt, no, he's just like, that's just what I'm, that's just what I'm doing. Whereas as an adult, you're then like, oh no, I need to, I need to make a decision. I need to stick with it. I'm like, no, I don't. I can just, that's okay. You can just let it let it morph. Just as you create, you can uncreate. You know, yeah. Mm. That's what kind of came to me. Yeah. So, Naomi, thank you so much. Um, if anybody's listening in and you want to, they want to connect with you. How can they do that? So they can go to. Embracefertility.co.uk, embracebumptobaby.co.uk, or more mojo for mums.co.uk. Nice. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure. And anybody. Thank you. So yeah, much. you're so welcome. And to anybody that's been listening, um, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did because I really did enjoy this conversation with them. It was such a pleasure. It was really juicy and I just felt really like hot, warming. Um, but yeah, so if you fancy getting clarity in an area of your life where you are stuck, don't hesitate to email me at marina at marinapearson.com and we can have a very similar conversation like we did today. Until the next time, bye-bye for now. And there we have it, another incredible episode of The Joy of Being. And remember, if you'd like to come on the show to get clarity and flow in an area of your life that you feel stuck in, please email me at marina at marinapearson.com sharing what you would love to get insights on. And remember, you can find me on Instagram at Marina Pearson or my Facebook group, The Joy of Being. So until next week's episode, remember, 
You are the joy you seek. <laughs>